Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit. With subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hi, my name is Adam Grigsby, and welcome to another exciting episode of Fire Talk Radio. Uh, once again, we have Dr. Frank Summerall with us tonight, and uh, Deborah, go ahead and greet the people, and uh, we're going to go ahead and give Frank his liberty. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Uh, no matter what time zone you're listening from or what part of the country, we're just really excited to have Dr. Frank Summerall with us tonight, and um, a really on-fire on person with over 50 years in the ministry, and uh, go ahead and take your liberty, uh, Dr. Frank, in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're Glad welcome. Glad to hear back from you, and we're ready to go with the Word of God tonight. First, I'd like to offer a prayer for everyone. And after prayer, the last part of this time, then I would have people to call in for prayer. That would be also, and even questions. Father God, we thank you for the day. This is the day you made. We'd be glad to rejoice in it. And we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your glory. We thank you that beautiful things tonight are going to happen. People are going to be blessed. They're going to be reached. They're going to be touched. Your spirit, your anointing is going to be upon them in a mighty way. We speak it and believe it and thank you for it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. We're dealing with another subject tonight. And this subject is this. Five pillars for the church. By that, we're going to look at Webster and say, what's a pillar? A pillar is a long, slender, vertical structure used to support a superstructure column. So what I'm saying here, these are important for the church because they hold up the church. And then we're going to do some reading in the Word of God. Let's read from Habakkuk. Chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. Habakkuk, chapter 2, verses 2 to 4. Now the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is not yet, but yet an appointed time, but at the end of it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come and will not tarry. Behold, the soul which is lifted up is not right with him. And it goes on to say, The just shall live by his faith. And the Lord adds a blessing to the reading of the word. So what are these five pillars that we're going to deal with? Basically what they are, I'll enumerate them. The first one is preaching the word of the living God. We'll come back to each one and address it properly. Secondly, praise and worship. You've got to know the distinction between praise and worship. Then, number three is intercessory prayer. How does that affect the lives of people and touch lives? I would imagine we'll get to the next, these three tonight. Evangelization, how that we're to tell this gospel around the world. How the last one, we as God people, we need what was called fellowship, quenia in Greek. So, basically what I'm talking about here, preaching is not reading about points or interests from the National Geographic, Time, Newsweek, or any periodical. We're talking about the holy, pure, undiluted, strong, wonderful, glorious word of the living God. That's preaching. 
When you start preaching the word, people get saved. People get healed. People get delivered. Now, the word of God is written by 40 different authors in 66 books. And it still says the same thing. The Bible tells us that without preaching the word of God, the world cannot be saved. Believers cannot in any which way be helped. The devil hates the preaching of the word of God. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17, it talks about the sword of the spirit. That sword of the spirit is the word of God. So when in battle, every military person needs a sword. In our lives, in Christian lives, every one of us needs the word of God, power of God. Through it, without it, we cannot fight. We cannot fight the good fight of faith. There are two things the enemy likes to do. First, he likes to deny the work. You know, a lot of people around about you will deny the word of God. Secondly, there are people who supposedly receive private interpretation. We're not to do that. Private information, private information. Talking about, I'm better than you are, therefore God speaks directly to me. you got to watch that. Now, what shall we preach? That's a good question. All right, turn with me to Acts chapter 20, verse 27. Talking about what we are to preach about. We're not to preach about the weather. We're not to preach about some other things, you know, very minimal things of that nature. And there's some preachers today, I'm just amazed. I was at a church one time. We lived over... <clears throat> in another area in Florida, and I went to this little church. And so while I was in that church, I was seated in the back row. I wasn't dressed real fancy. And so while I was seated there, this elderly woman said, you know why I come to church? I said, no, ma'am. And then she began to explain to me, I come to church to see my friends. I come to church to fellowship with them. I looked back at her and I said, well, what about fellowshipping with the Lord Jesus? What about fellowshipping with God the Father? What about fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost? And she looked at me with a very strange look. She said, I've never heard that except my grandma talked about that. I said, you better get what your grandma got because she had something and you don't have nothing here. So I left the service before it ended. Thanks be unto God, I could only take so much because there was a polar bear preaching Supposed preaching the word of God, and you could skate down the aisles. That's how cold it was. I'm talking spiritually. I'm not talking physically. That's how cold it was. Living in Florida, you don't get that cold. Anyway, that's what I'm talking about. So if you've gone to that kind of church, the Bible says in the last days, those churches, what did they do? They deny the power thereof. It says, turn away from them. Run. Now, the best way I say it is put your tennis shoes on and get a running. Put your tennis shoes on and get a run. Get away from there. Now, did you find Acts? Acts is very wonderful here. Acts, as it, I, I said the 20th chapter. We're looking at verse 27. Look what it has to say to us. The Acts of the Apostles. In the 20th chapter, added in verse, <clears throat> verse 27. It's so powerful. Uh, notice that tremendous miracles happen. You'll watch 19. 
We could go through every chapter of the book of Acts and show you where the power of God was so present, so wonderful, so glorious, that everywhere they touched down at, they started the church. And here in the 20th chapter, and in verse 27, it's talking about, it says, I have not shunned or to declare unto you all the counsel of God. We'll stop there for a moment. We have a lot of, a lot of preachers that teach and preach on certain subjects and won't touch anything else. I'm not talking about a hobby horse. I'm talking about preaching the Word of God from the Bible. The V-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. I stand upon the Word of God as the V-I-B-L-E. Now, well, you, we know how to spell Bible, but you've got to live the Bible. You don't just spell it, you live the Bible. Right, this is what I had to say. And this is what Paul says in specifics. He goes on to say, he said, I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Verse 28, take heed, therefore, unto yourself and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers. To what? To feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Glory to God. What a powerful, powerful word that we have. Preach the whole counsel of God. Now, take your Bible. Turn to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 3. It's a wonderful word that will speak to us, give us direction, will help and lead us, will bring us to some amazing, amazing things that God has for his people. 2 Timothy chapter 3. I can quote most of these scriptures, but I like to read it verbatim. And so, in the third chapter, in verse 16, and in the verse, well, let's go back a little bit. Let's even go back to 15. Let's go back to 15, we're going to read 15, and then move on from there. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But we are to shun profane and vain babbling." but they will increase more and more to ungodliness. It says their word will eat like a tanker whom Hymas and Phileas, who concerning the truth have erred, saying the resurrection is passed already, some overthrow the faith. Then it goes on to say all the things that God has done and will do. So, as we see that, it's all scripture, inspiration of God. Now, but it says to us specifically, the Holy Spirit of God gave the Word of God to men. The holy men of God, they started writing down these words that came by the Spirit. And the more they wrote, the blessing of heaven came on them, and we have it today. That's one of the easier ways to say it in that particular manner. Because it's so exciting to have the Word of God. The word of God is so strong and wonderful and blessed. And I, you know, I could keep it here for a long time having to do with the fact that I know so many stories and know so, heard so many things. How the word of God has brought truth. Now, I didn't say this. I think maybe a couple of weeks ago I said something along the line. But while I was in the hospital down here in Florida, I had a uh, kind of high blood pressure and, and uh, got into intensive care for about three days. And uh, I don't know if the medication, whatever it was, but it made my heart slow down to a very slow, slow rate. And one of the nurses came in the next day and says, you're only five beats off of death. I said, what do you mean? 
She said, usually when a person reaches 25 beats a minute, he's dead. He flatlines. I said, is that so? So as I sat up in my bed, I heard this coming out of my spirit. <laughs> it said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them from them all. And from that point in time, I started fighting in the spirit. I started coming back. I started coming back, started getting stronger, started getting better. And I rebuked the devil out of my room. And I took all those thoughts that came into my head. And I said, devil, you are defeated in the name of Jesus. And I started getting better and better and better. So my wife came in. She said, what do you want to do? I said, I'm going to go home. And so they wanted to keep me for observation. Now, honey, they can do that other time. They, I didn't want to stay in that place anymore. Him, I was incarcerated in that place. Now, there might be some good hospitals around. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not really liking to have a vacation in such a place. So what this thing moves inside of us, the Spirit of God works in us to do what he tells us to do. Hallelujah says that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. How powerful and how wonderful is that? Now, all the way through the Word of God, we have direction on healing. Even way back in a long time. There in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, it said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. When we're talking about the names of God, one of the names of God is Jehovah Rapha. And so having to do with the fact, I am the Lord that heals thee. But here is a beautiful one right here in Psalm 107, verse 20. I can quote this for you, but I want to read it directly out of the Word of God in Psalm 107 and in verse 20. Now, this is why I could pray over the radio. This is why we have preachers that, as they started ministering by the power of the Spirit of God, over television, over satellite, over all the media, the Spirit of God goes and sets the people free by this word. Psalm 107, verse 20. It's so good. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. You hear that? He sent his word. Now, I won't stay just here for a minute. Having to do with the fact of whether it be the telephone, whether it be television, whether, I don't care what kind of situation, might even have the iPad. I've seen people healed by touching an iPad. Because God uses all these things that we have, all of the technological situations we have going on in the world, God uses them. Our God is a mighty God. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why we're speaking tonight to many people all over the world. Talking to them right now, from my house to the world. That's what I saw many years ago. I knew that in the Spirit. I knew by the Spirit of God that we were doing something in this nation, that the Lord directed this thing to happen. He caused this thing to happen. He brought us together. And, oh, thank God for Brother Adam and Sister Deborah. They just asked me, and I said, yeah, why not? <laughs> because we love preaching the Word of God. Amen? We're talking about the full gospel. We're talking about the healing. We're talking about the living. We're talking about glory. We're talking about the things to preach about preach about, to let them happen today in 2014, that Jesus is the same today, hallelujah, yesterday, today, and forever, all that time period, because Jesus is not bound by time, not bound by time, whether it was yesterday, but today, and then tomorrow, he is the same, he is the same, 
Hallelujah. Not only that, too, but it says he delivers us. He sets us free from the attack of the enemy. Glory to God. Luke in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. It said, those that love life, they're going to be blessed continually. Those that love life, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. We see long life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what? What is we're talking about? We need to preach the full gospel. Now, several years ago, maybe even today, some of the Christians wear WWJD, which means what would Jesus do? I do not believe that Jesus is in the question mark. He's in the exclamation point. We need to change that. D-A-J-D. It means this. Do as Jesus did. Do as Jesus did. What did Jesus do? He laid his hands on the sick. He blessed them. He anointed them. The glory of God came through him. And the same glory that came through him can come through us because we're filled with the power of the Spirit of the Most High God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what it says in Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ is that same yesterday, today, and forever. Believe it. Receive it. Walk in it. See it. Live it. There is it. Hallelujah. We must have a fresh word of the Holy Spirit. We need to teach. We need to preach. We need to walk. We need to talk. We need to live. By the word of God. Now, watch this. The Bible tells us that there's four kinds of soil. You find it over in Matthew chapter 4, having to do with the fact, and we'll look at it just here for a moment, having to do with the different kinds of soil, having to do with the kind of soil that you have in your heart, the wayside, the thorns, the good soil. You have all these things together. The thorny, the good. And you have these things that they all these things stony. So all these different things that you have, the different kind of soil. But God wants to plant in you his kingdom. He wants to plant in you the blessing that comes all the way from heaven down to our hearts. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I just need to stop pontificating so long and letting it go so long because I'm so full of what I'm saying. Hallelujah. So basically we'll look at this just for a moment. How to do with the fact talking about the things that God's doing today and how he's blessing and causing things to happen. People are getting healed. People are getting saved. People are getting delivered. I just talked with a friend today. He's back there, and he was at Celebrate America there in Washington, D.C., and he called me. He said, Brother Frank, i got a little problem. I said, what's the state? What's your problem? Is he did. He said, well, I've been sick of my body. And then I got angry in the spirit, coming against whatever attack was upon him. He said within 20 seconds time after prayer, he was totally healed. Power of God came on him. He said he wanted to run around the block. I said, that's what our God can do. That's what our God can do, setting people free in every arena of life, in every arena of life. That's our God. God loves, he cares, he understands, he knows, he knows all about us, all about us, inside, outside, top side, bottom side. He knows these things. He has these things for us. And all we have to do is to walk in him, to walk in him, cause this thing. I'm, excuse me, I gave you the wrong scripture. It's Mark 4, Mark 4, 
I just got some pages together here. It's Mark 4 that talks about the different kinds of soil, how to do with that. So he said, the sower soweth the word. Chapter 4 of Mark, verse 14. It sows the word. These are they by the wayside, where the word is sown. But when it's heard, Satan comes immediately and takes it away. That's what he does. And then some, they have stony ground. What does that mean? That means that part of that ground is good, but the rest is not. It's stony ground. And what happens? It said, they have no root in them. Afterwards, when affliction or persecution rises for the word's sake, immediately they're offended. Oh, my. This is the thorny ground here, verse 18. These which are sown among the thorns, such as hear the word. And what happens? The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things they enter in and they choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Finally, he gets a good ground, verse 20. He said, these are they which are sown in good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, 60, and some 100-fold return. That's amazing, isn't it? That's totally amazing. Now, what are we going to deal with now? We're going to deal with praise and worship. In Psalm 76, and verse 1, we find the word, in Judah is God known. Now, Judah in the Hebrew means praise. I have preached on praise here before. I'll do it again. But praise, praise unto God. That tribe, did you realize that the tribe that was in front of the door of the tabernacle was Judah? That means <laughs> the only way you get to God is by praising God. Oh, you come to God with your love with your list. I want this. I want that. I want the other. That's a list. But come to God. Father God with your love. Say, I love you, Lord. I praise you. I give you glory. I give you honor. I worship you. I bless your holy name. And just the torrent of praise will come through your mouth and through your heart. And your heart will be overflowing with praise. That's what God wants in your heart and life today. Moving in that particular direction. Praise. Hallelujah. Tells us this in Psalm 100, verse 4, entered into his gates or his presence with thanksgiving into his courts with praise. Psalm 134, verse 1, praise him, all you servants of the Lord. See, see, God's a God of expression. He wants to hear you praise him. Hallelujah. Then in Hebrews 13, verse 15, he said, we bring the sacrifice of praise. And Colossians 3, 16 tells us about this. How that we're praising God. You praise him with hymns and songs, the spirits of song, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Praise and worship. What does it do? It's so powerful, so wonderful, so glorious, so great. See, what happens when you start doing that? Number one, you have God's presence. Number two, it will bring conviction to the soul. It will change the spiritual atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to his name. I just feel praise moving on me right now. That's why I said that. Uh, one time we were in Israel. I've been there about, you know, 15, 20 times around there. Anyway, so going over there all the time, and being with people 
in tours. We were supposed to be a holy site, and a lot of those places were owned by either the Catholic Church or the Greek Orthodox or some of them along that line. And they're usually those are those places. And so we were in a special place. I can forget what it was, but it was considered a holy place. And so we just got half to start praising the Lord. And this priest came out, and he put his finger to his mouth. And, shh, shh, and so he understood English. I said, what's the matter? Have you got a leaky valve? <laughs> what's the matter? Have you got a leaky valve? The Bible says the very stones will praise him if we don't praise God. I tell you what, a lot of people are going to be in a big surprise when they stand before the Father, stand before the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now, the Bible tells us in Psalm 47, verse 1, it says, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, <laughs> stay there and praise a while. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Thank you, Lord. This is what God is doing today throughout things, touching life, touching hearts, Causing these things. Oh. Now, I forget who wrote that song, but there's a song out there, something about the mention of his name. And uh, talking about Jesus all the way through. And I used to know who, who, who was the person behind it anyway, but anyway, it was a great song. And songs that we attribute to Jesus. His name is wonderful. It's a beautiful song. Other songs that we sing to him. And Thou art worthy, thou art worthy. Thou art worthy, great Jehovah, thou art worthy, mighty God. Thou art worthy, Abba Father, thou art worthy, the Son of God. There's so many songs that we have, we've heard, and we've, we've let them go from our heart to our spirit, and our spirit to the very skies, as we praise and magnify and worship the Lord. Now, notice the difference. This is how I believe it. I believe prayer ascends to the heavens. And worship comes down from God to the earth. Worship comes down. And on the other side of the worship of God is the glory of God. Oh, oh. hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The things that he's doing right now, I feel people being touched right now, I feel people being healed right now, I feel you lifted right now, causing the blessings of heaven to come your direction, causing the good things of God to come near you now. We speak it, we believe it, and we thank you for it. Oh, in the mighty, holy, precious name of Jesus. One of the great miracles we saw in the Philippines, that was about five then. Uh, we, we, after the girl was delivered, her name was Clarita, I will not even attempt to pronounce the last name because in Filipino, it's kind of tough to say. Her name, her name was Clarita. And so Clarita, she was set free. And so after that, Brother Summerall was taken by Dr. Laura, who wanted to take him inside to talk to the mayor. The mayor had already seen the girl and saw demonstrations of demonic power and was afraid. And so he came in there. His theology wasn't the best. He said, Mayor, 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 the devil's dead. And he hit Brother Summerall said, whoa, 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 wait just a minute. Just hang on, hang on. Now, Mayor, the devil is not dead, but the girl got healed. The terminology wasn't correct. 
He said, now, what would you like? He said, outside of the city buildings, you have what's called the sunken gardens. I want to hold services in the sunken gardens and tell the whole nation and the world what Jesus has done. So the mayor said, okay, let's do it. He wrote down, gave permission. And so that started the great revival in the Philippines back in the 50s. So when that took place, it was in full swing. Things were happening. We had evangelists all over the world. Things, people were being healed and saved. And that period of time, in that six-month period of time, we had 150,000 converts. Think about that. They came all from all over the Philippines, all over the world, to see what God was doing. And God is doing again, 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 by the power and by the Spirit and by His glory. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Well, anyway, well, I'll bring you back to this because I just saw this happen. He had to find about later that there was a man that was an intern, ready to take his medicine, ready to be a doctor, and uh, he was saved. What a nice, beautiful salvation came to him. Renounced everything he's ever done before, asked Jesus to come to his heart. The blood of Jesus covered him. He was truly born again. And the Lord spoke to him. He had never heard God speak into his heart. And the Lord said, find the neediest man in town. He thought for a while, who would be the neediest man in town? It came to his attention that across the Pasag River to the other side, going all the way across a tremendous mile, at least three miles one way, at least that much. And the Lord says, Hi, I'll tell you where to go. So he went across Great Bridge, came across there to the other side. Over there was the Catholic Church. And seated in front of the Catholic Church on one side was a beggar that had never walked in his life. So the intern, the doctor, started talking to him and telling him all the things that he had seen in the miracles, things that God had done, things that God had said, the preaching, everything. He said, may I take you there? He took him, put him upon his shoulders, around his shoulders, and carried him back over three miles and to the place called Sunken Gardens. That's where the meetings were held. And so while he was ready to deposit this man on the ground, the power of God hit that beggar and he started running. I saw it with my eyes. I saw it with my eyes. As they were running around, they figured out how to jury rig or how they did that. They got the PA equipment going. They said, this is the beggar of Chiapo. That's in the market area. This is the beggar of Chiapo. This is the beggar of Chiapo. He was born this way. He was born. He couldn't walk. He couldn't, you know, all these things he couldn't do. And he said, now he's healed by God's power. So they were running around, 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 and we saw what God could do by the power of his word. Hallelujah. I believe here in America we're going to see great things the same way, the same thing. When I was in Nigeria here a few years back, I saw God touch people, heal them, set them free, causing great things to happen in Nigeria. Hallelujah. So, like I said before, we'll only probably get to three of these tonight. I'd like to uh, background here just a little bit here that we're talking about the preaching of the word. Then we were talking about praise and worship. I really never got into that, but anyway, there's, there's a long thing. Study it out. Study it out. And then, right now, I'm going to be speaking about intercessory prayer. Go with me, please, to Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah chapter 59. 
Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the anointing here so strong today. That means the anointing of God is on me as I preach. I just feel tingling. <laughs> the Lord is <clears throat> causing these things to happen inside my body. Hallelujah. Any out there that need healing, put your hand where your sickness is, and we will know and see the power of God in operation for you tonight. This is verse 16 of chapter 59 of the book of Isaiah. Verse 16 says, And he saw that there was no man and wondered there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation to him, and his righteousness it sustained him, for he put on righteousness as a breastplate, the helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garment of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with a zeal, and it was this. He found no man to intercede. I'll show you how this works. Now, we have a story. The story is recorded, and we're going to go over it here, talking about here in Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. We read about a story in regard to the area of intercession. All right? Did you find that already? Acts chapter 12, and we'll begin reading at about the fifth verse. I'm going kind of quickly tonight, but I will come back across and touch on a few things, because in this moment of time, it's just really not too much, but I like to hit the high points, and then you study it out from there, because I'm giving you scripture, I'm showing you, I'm teaching you, I'm bringing the word of God to you that has come from my lips. Now, let's go back to actually the first verse. Now, about that time, Herod, the king, stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. That means persecution. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And because he saw it, pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter. And those were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him into prison and delivered him to four quaternion of soldiers to keep him. That's 16 soldiers. Intending that after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but, put a circle around that, but, <laughs> that's a blessed word right there, but, what happened? Prayer was made without ceasing of the church, Unto God, how? For him. Basically, when we have something to say in the direction of intercession, intercession is praying for somebody. That's intercession. That you place all the way through the word of God. Actually, Moses was a great interceder. He was given to the spirit of intercession. And as he was asking God to spare, he's asking God to spare. He said, oh, God, spare them. Oh, God, spare them. Oh, God, spare them. And I'm sure tears were in his eyes. I believe his heart was crying out. And so what happened? What happened? Abraham, again, an intercession. He thought that Lot would go down and have a revival in Sodom and Gomorrah, but that wasn't the case. He must have turned into that area, and he was accepted because he was there at the front gate of Sodom. That means he had position and power. That means he had to be associated with Sodom and Gomorrah, the two cities. As we know, Abraham 
said unto God, Lord, if there's all the way from five, all the way down to five, he started about 50, Lord, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 25, all the way down, 20, then it said, then the 15, then 10, down to 5. He said, oh, God, spare them. And then, as you know, judgment came upon Sodom and Gomorrah. But Abraham did intercede. He did what he could do, but wanted to do what they wanted to do. Now, that's from the Old Testament having to do with the fact of the power of intercession. Now, in this particular thing, it said, but prayer was made for him, how? By the church. That's an amazing word right there. Prayer was made for him by the church. Now, watch this. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined in the prison. And he spoke Peter on the side. Now Peter knew that the next day, execution. He was so tired, but he was in great peace. He did not have insomnia like some people have. And so basically what he did, he rested in the Lord. He had faith that God was going to do something. And that's all he did was that he slept. And so the angel had to hit him upside. And he said, wake up, Peter. Wake up. He smoked Peter on the side. He said, rise up quickly. And his chains fell off his hand. And the angel said to him, put on your sandals. He did. He said, throw your garment about you and follow me. And he went out, followed him, and wished not that it was true that it was done by the angel, and he thought he saw a vision. He thought this was a dream or a vision. He didn't know this was a reality. So when he got to a certain place, now when Peter would come to himself, whew, think about it. He had to pitch himself all over. So wait a minute, why? I'm outside of prison. The angel brought me outside. And when he came to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod, and from all the expectations of the people of the Jews. And when he considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathering together praying. Now watch this. Gathering together praying. And Peter knocked at the door at the gates, and a damsel, a young girl, her name was Rhoda, she came to know who was at the door, and when she knew it was Peter's voice, she didn't even open the door, but for gladness, she ran and told everybody how Peter was out there. Now watch how this works. And they said to her, you're crazy. You're mad. And she constantly affirmed that it was even so, and they said to her, it's his angel. Well, that's not much faith. What they were saying, that Peter died, and he just he had a little visit before he was on his way to heaven. Now, here's what I want to say. Hold this real tight. Sometimes you've been praying for so many things, and so many things have been happening, and God has been blessing. The anointing of God is there. The blessing of God is there. His power is there. But if you pray, you, you can pray in a negative way, that God can actually show you something that's always not there. It's not there. It's not going to happen. When you pray that way, you move yourself aside 
from the blessing of the Lord. Notice what the, they were praying for Peter to get out, and yet when she said Peter was at the door, they said it's a spirit. My God, help us. So finally they opened the door. Finally opened the door. <laughs> I'll tell you, tell something else. They ought to put this in Hollywood. They ought, they ought to write something about this. And so he continued knocking, and they saw him. They were astonished. Why would they be astonished when they were praying for his deliverance? A lot of times we pray for things, we're not ready to receive it, and then we go back on it again. That's not right. What we need to do is read the word, believe the word, walk the word, talk the word, and that word shall and will come to pass in your life. And so, I like this. So he beckoned to them with a hand and held their peace and declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. He said to them, Go show yourselves to James and the brethren. He departed and went to another place. I like this better right here in verse 18. But as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers. What was become of Peter? Whoop. Herod was mad. So he went down and he had them all killed. That's what happened. But this shows you the power of intercession. Now, the next time I come back and we'll talk about more things in the area of intercession because I have a lot of things to say. Because intercession itself is something that we need to operate in. I remember one time when I was in prayer, in intense prayer. I went to Elam Bible College in Lima, New York. And uh, the principal ideas they had in regard to prayer was so wonderful, very powerful. And so we had been fasting and praying as a school body. And we were believing God for great things. And I saw in my spirit how God was going to visit the United States. I saw that way back in the 60s. As I saw that, I started rejoicing. But God didn't give me a time frame. He just said it would happen. And I was thanking the Lord, giving him praise, giving him glory, giving him honor. And I just felt the presence of the Lord just fill, 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 fill. And it started flowing through me. It started flowing through me. Began to prophesy. I said, America, you shall be saved. America, you shall be healed. America, you shall rise from the very dust of the ground. As I started prophesying to this land way back in the 60s. And we knew God was about ready to do something. Then, of course, in the 60s, you had the charismatics. You had people that were speaking in tongues, enjoying themselves, having fun, you know, having a great time, blessed be in the name of the Lord, and having great moves of the Spirit of God. Then it went to the Word of Faith people. And now it's down to everything else having to do with what we're seeing right now. Is we're the people of glory. <laughs> we are the people of his glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I'm going to hit a couple of these things a little bit later because what I've done, I've come through here kind of fast. And what I will show with you how God does things in such a wonderful, glorious way. And what he will do, what he will do through and for us. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, Brother Sumrall was in Tibet and traveling on mule trains. That's how they went their way. And uh, so one of the things said about that was there were two ways they could go, either the right hand or the left hand. And the guy says, okay, they take about the same time, pick one. And so, of course, he chose the right hand because he right-handed. He chose that, and when he got to the village, everybody was crying. He said, what are you crying about? What are you crying about? And uh, 
They said, everybody that came to the left side was killed today. You're the only people got through on the right side. You're the only ones that took the right side. They took the left side. So when we listen to our spirits and intercessions going continually, we will see how the hand of God is in operation for us. I'm speaking to those people today that need a healing in your body. I'm speaking today to those that need salvation. I'm speaking to those today that need to be delivered in their mind. I'm speaking to those today that are sad, that are depressed. I'm coming against everything in the name of Jesus. I break the force and I break the power of the enemy that comes across your mind that you'll be free, body, soul, and spirit. And that the glory of God will rise up upon you. And you will be free today. Hallelujah. If you don't have a church to come to, come to the river. That's a great church. A wonderful church. Tremendous pastors. Oh, we give the Lord glory and praise for what he's doing. He's continuing to do it. In all the countries of the earth. We're so glad. We're so glad. We're so glad that we can bring to you the life of God. I have the life of God in me. If there are any questions, anything a little bit later we might talk about, uh, they're going to take the question down. They'll read them next time. And so we will see you again in the next tomorrow. We're going to speak on tomorrow. Uh, we're going to deal with another subject because we're dealing basically with different things. And so we will speak to you tomorrow. And the time period will be a little bit different. It will be 6 o'clock. Rather than 8, will be 6 o'clock to 7. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors to be there and receive the blessing of the Most High, which he wants to bring on you. I'm praying right now, Father, in Jesus' name, I bless all my friends that are listening right now. I bless them in the name of Jesus. At that name, every knee shall bow, and at that name, every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. You're Lord. You're in control over everything in our lives. Now let the peace of God flow over you. Let healing come upon you. Those of nicotine right now, take your cigarettes, stomp them out, stomp them out right now, break that pack, destroy them all, burn them, whatever you want to do, get rid of them. God will set you free. Freedom, I call to you right now. In the name of those who are depressed, put your hand right here on your stomach, right there, that's where the spirit is. I break that force in the power of being sad. All depression, come out. I break your force and power over life to Jesus. <laughs> uh, those are migraine headaches, be free right now. Free, 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 free. Those that have heart problems, put your hand on your heart, you're free in the name of Jesus. Those that have authorized, come out and start moving around. Start moving around. What God wants to do for you right now, I'm telling you, God's power, God's power, God's anointing is flowing down from the heavens. Hallelujah. The Lord God reigneth. That God that we love and serve is in control. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just raise your hands. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Thank him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him with the loud symbols. Praise him with the high-sounding symbols. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. So as we praise him, as we magnify, as we bless his holy name. Oh, I'm speaking on everyone right now that you will have dreams and visions, that God will bring dreams and visions to you, and you shall be blessed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Receive it right now. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I receive it in fullness. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen means so be it. Let it happen. So I'll be with you at 6 o'clock. So have your radio dialed. Have that call there. And I will be speaking to you directly. Thank you again for being there. I bless you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Good being with you tonight. Back over Brother Adam. Hey, Dr. Frank, thanks for coming on tonight, as always. Uh, Again, we here at Fire Talk Radio are looking forward to being on tomorrow night as well. And uh, for anyone anyone listening uh, live or via recording that hears this, uh, he'll be on tomorrow night, and he'll be taking uh, prayer requests and things of that nature. Isn't that that right, Frank? That is correct, sir. Okay, so that'll be tomorrow night. And so if you have any prayer requests, any questions at all, Tomorrow night will be a tremendous night to go ahead and call in. Deborah, can we give them the call-in number for them to call in tomorrow night? Right. Dr. Frank, that is, it's been a wonderful night. It's been awesome and the anointing. And I, I'm just, we're so blessed every time you, you come on this show. <laughs> well, thank you for being there and helping us and causing this to be promoted. Thank you so much for your help. And we appreciate everyone listening. We bless everyone and we thank you that you're there listening. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and continue loving and serving the Lord with all your heart. God bless you. Bye God now. bless you, Dr. Frank. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bless Bye-bye. you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. So once again, uh, Dr. Frank will be on tomorrow night uh, at 6 o'clock. Uh, that'll be the time. And the number is to call in is, if anyone wants to call in either tonight or tomorrow, uh, the number is 646-688-2093. 646-668-2093. Uh, tomorrow, to call in uh, with uh, Dr. Frank Summerall for prayer requests or questions. Amen. Correct. It's, a, it's also it's, it's a it's a Bible study that uh, Fire Talk Radio is. We're hosting it uh, specifically for Dr. Frank Summerall. It's Dr. Frank Summerall's Bible study, and really, basically, his uh, we're just giving him our airtime and hosting him. So, um, if you'd like to just join, it's been a wonderful time of, of uh, teachings and study, and and uh, every time he has communion, so if you prepare accordingly, that would be good as well to have your your bread and your juice ready. Yeah, or crackers or whatever it is you that you use for your communion. So that's tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, with uh, Dr. Frank Summerall. That will be the the Kingdom Gathering uh, Bible study. So that'll be tomorrow at six o'clock, and we look forward to you joining us then. And we have another hour and seven minutes. Um, so the the number, as Adam stated, is 646-668-2093. Amen. Now, Frank talked about a lot of things tonight. One of the main things he mentioned was the importance of the full counsel of God's Word. Uh, Frank uh, hit the Dr. Frank hit the subject of doctrine uh, very solidly tonight, and so I want to talk about that for a minute. Uh, doctrine is so important. To, to give you the, the idea of the importance of doctrine in the Christian life, 
Um, I always like to compare it to a human body. If you imagine a human body without a skeleton, I mean, you need the organs, you need the blood, you need the flesh, you need those things. But without a skeleton, the human body is going nowhere. You're basically just, you know, a mass of stuff, if you will, on the ground. So without the skeleton, it goes nowhere. So doctrine is like that in the spiritual life. If you just have the gifts and you have the power and you have all these things, but you don't have solid doctrine, it's like trying to walk around with either no skeleton or a broken bone, depending on, you know, how severe the doctrinal error is. I mean, there's some bones you can break and it'll be painful, but you can still function. Then there's other bones that you break and, you know, it'd be like, you know, breaking one of your, breaking one of your legs or breaking one of your arms or breaking a rib cage that, you know, it's going to be, it become very hard to function. So, so doctrine is really, really important. Um, you know, and the importance of doctrine can't be overstated. Usually, you know, I've heard, you know, our own pastor say, you know, he said, I've, I've seen people come out of sin. I've seen people come out of hardship, but I've never seen anyone come out of false doctrine. Um, it seems to me that when, when, you, when, when a Christian has come into the light, they've given their life to Jesus, and they've opened themselves up to the truth of the Word of God, and then give themselves over, over to deceiving doctrines of devils, it's almost as if the darkness, not almost, it, it is, that the darkness is actually worse than before the person got saved. So we're living in a day when the doctrines, these false doctrines are going to get worse and worse. So we always plead with people, get ingrained in the Word of God. Be in a solid Bible-believing church. Listen to programs that teach the Word of God. Be in the Word of God. You know, and without the, because without the Word of God, you have no hope. You have no ability to make it to the end. Amen? It is our plumb line. And um, another thing that he talked about was the importance of praise and worship. Um, praise and worship is so key in the Christian walk. Um, without praise and worship, you know, praise and worship not only does it give God the honor and glory that He deserves. Without praise, we have that, you know, we have no ability to truly enter into the presence of God. So the Bible says He inhabits the praise of His people. So learning how to praise and worship is really, really important. It's one of the key ways that we draw near to God. You know, um, early on in my walk, I went through a season where. You know, I went through extreme battles, and it was through praise and worship that those things broke. If you're being attacked by the devil, if you're going through heaviness, the Bible says he gives you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So, you know, you don't necessarily need to maybe have another pastor lay hands on you and call another prayer line. You need to learn to get in your room and start praising and worshiping God. Start dancing before the Lord and just put your whole focus on Jesus. Ignore the devil and begin to focus and praise and worship Jesus. As you do that, God's presence will come. And you'll you'll be amazed at how much, how quickly that oppression will lift. You know, pra praise and worship to the devils like you know it's like a forty five. I mean, it just it'll it blows them away. He doesn't know how to handle it. What he tries to do is he tries to get your focus on him and get you distracted with thoughts and he gets you wrestling with the thoughts. When really what you got to do is choose to put your focus on God and praise and worship and seek after God. And and it's and as you pray, as you begin to praise and worship, the battle becomes the Lord's, and the Lord comes and fights your battle for you. Amen. So it's really, really uh, important and key uh, in the Christian walk. Um, I'm going to teach a minute, just here a minute, on uh, praise and worship and more, a little more in-depth because it's not just – when we're praising and worship, we're not just singing songs to make God feel good about himself. Uh, we're actually giving him the honor and glory he deserves. You know, there's angels around the throne room of God for all of eternity, and they're not pre-programmed creatures. They don't have to do this, but every time they look at him, they can't do no, they can't help but praise him. But they can't help but praise him. So we need to be the same way. We need to be live lives of praise and worship. I remember, you know, and I remember, in this, and the opposite is true too. When we complain, it actually brings the presence of the enemy. I remember once I was uh, working 
at Wendy's of all places. You know, I flipped burgers and I had to work at seven in the morning. I had to leave my house at six thirty and walk for a half hour to get to this job to go flip burgers for six fifteen an hour. Wasn't a happy camper. Wasn't always exactly dancing before the Lord on the streets on the way to work. But one morning I was walking and I was about to start complaining and God spoke to me and he says, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, I'm worthy to be praised. And all of a sudden my head turned and I noticed the sun was just coming up. So God was making a point that I mean that, you know, that's from the time that you get up to the time that you go to bed. I don't care what's going on. I'm worthy of praise. And, um, you know, so that's that's really, really key. And now I'm going to talk about what it means to seek his face. And we're talking about in the context of praise and worship. You know, uh, the Bible's the Bible's very clear that we are to praise the Lord with understanding. In other words, we, God doesn't want you to just blindly sing songs to Him. He wants you to understand what you're singing to Him. You know, in the same way, you don't just make up stuff and sing them to your wife or write poetry. You need to mean what you say. Well, God wants it the same way. He wants worship that's done in spirit and truth. Amen. So, when it comes to praise and worship, the Bible says that. It, it is that, that uh, it's the it's First Corinthians twenty nine, and it's said. Well, I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. Psalms twenty two three is thou art holy, thou inhabitest the praises of Israel. Now, as the church, we are spiritual Israel. So God's saying very clearly here that He inhabits mm-hmm. your praises. So if there's no praise, there's nothing for Him to inhabit. Amen. So where He is lifted up, He'll manifest Himself. Now we must understand that this this seeking. That when you begin to seek God this way, desperately seeking his presence, it's not a casual, leisurely, hope-to-find-it kind of seeking, but rather a determined, hungry, do-anything-to-do-it kind of seeking. And that means you're putting your whole focus on him and not thinking about this and that while you're worshiping. Give him your whole focus. And the Bible says, it's the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings to search it out. So, you know, it's through praise and worship that we enter into the presence of God and we begin to diligently seek out his presence. You say, well, why do we have to seek him? Doesn't he just come? Well, no. He says it's, it's the, it says it's the honor, it's the glory of kings, and we are kings and priests unto God to search him out. The deeper things of God, the presence of God aren't just, isn't just out there for anyone to just grab. It's for those that, that come to him with reverence and fear and honor, with humble hearts, and diligently seek him after. Those are the ones that he's going to reveal himself to. You know, and as far as uh, the scripture for that we're kings and priests unto God, that's actually Revelations 1, 5 through 6. It says, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. It's concentrated times alone in the prayer closet where you tune out the desires of the flesh and the mind and you begin to worship him and get in his word that you find him. And lastly, the purpose of the seeking process, it breaks at the ground of our hearts, which again happens through praise and worship. I remember um, God began to speak to me. It's Hosea 10, 12. It says, So for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it's time to seek the Lord until he comes and rains righteousness upon you. And I was like, okay, God, well, you know, how do I break up my fallow ground? And we were in a series of meetings at the church, and um, there was a worship song on the screen, and one of our pastors said that he saw, he had like a vision, and the word H came off of the beginning of the word heart, and went to the end, and when you do that, the word heart becomes the, the word earth. And he started talking about the, the ground of our hearts. He started talking about it's praise that breaks up the hardened ground of our hearts. Because over time, as a Christian, through neglect, disobedience, things of that nature, the ground of our heart can get, begin to get hard. But God's saying, if you'll begin to seek me, and you begin to praise me, and begin to worship me, and get alone with me, and just diligently seek after me, I, this, this, this process, of like, like the tilling of a ground, will ha- cause your ground to get soft 
that I might come and pour my rain upon you again. So praise and worship is really, really hard. So it's really, really important. Lack of praise and worship, lack of seeking his face in this way will actually cause our, our ground to get hard. And um, Deborah? Right, exactly. I, I um, you know, I think, I mean, praise and worship is, is very, very important. And with, uh, Worship, you know, praise and worship is actually the highest form of prayer, of intercession. Dr. Frank was talking about interceding and the people when Peter was in between the soldiers chained, chained up between them and and how, how you know, he was, he, but he was so at rest and he was so at peace because the church was praying for him, was interceding for him. So he just was sleeping at peace and so much so that the angel had to knock him in the head basically to get him up. <laughs> so when he, he got up, uh, he, he, he was doing that. But then when the funny thing is when they got to the house and Rhoda answered it and she's like, this is ghost. And, and so, but then when she finally opened it, she realized it wasn't, it was him. It's funny cause we can pray for stuff and we're like, Oh no, no, that can't happen. That can't be possible. But it really, it really is possible because all things are possible with God. I know that one of our pastors, he says, if you don't go someplace when you worship, if you don't go someplace then, then you're not really worshiping. You're not really praising. Um, because he says at church, he's like, you can pray and just shut, shut the world, praise and shut the world out, shut everybody out around you, just really focus on on the Holy Ghost, focus on God, Jesus, however it is that you press in and press in past all of that and then you'll go someplace. It's like you just enter the throne room and you enter the secret place. It's not like astral projection where you just go somewhere like in that kind of way. We're not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you just go somewhere in the spirit to where you're in the secret place and you're hidden from everything and there's no cares, no troubles, no worries or anything like that. And it's a wonderful thing. The other the other day I was I was praising and I was by myself and I was just um I was listening to uh well, I was actually worshiping with one of the CDs, which is really awesome. It's uh called um, In the Presence of Jesus, and it's actually by our church. It's actually by by some people there that sang it. And I just totally got lost because I just, I closed my eyes, even though there might have been noise around me here and there every once in a while. I still managed to press through all that. Before I knew it, I was crying, and and I was just really in the presence of God. It was like I wasn't even in the room, but my body was. That's what it means to get totally lost lost in his presence and I was totally lost and I was just sitting there and and then I had some laughter and some crying and you may say well I don't want to cry wait, wait isn't that bad if I cry and I'm in this presence well no it's just him touching you it's not crying in a bad way it's crying because you feel his love or because he's just touching you so the matter of seeking is his face and seeking him for who he is, because we want to be with him. Like Adam was talking about not complaining, even though it's very tempting to complain. Um, not saying I'm perfect. I think uh, we're all at different stages. I'm glad I'm not where I was. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm glad I'm not where I was. But 
praise and and worship and prayer, intercession, intercession, they're all very important. And as I said, the worship is the highest form of prayer and intercession. It's actually coming to God, but not coming to him with a laundry list of things, just coming to him to love on him. Somebody did a teaching at our church once about, you know, how there's, uh, you may or may not know how there's five body language, or there's five love languages. And those are, um, I may or may not have them all, but those are uh, gifts, uh, affirmation, uh, spending time with that person. And um, do you know the other two, Adam? I don't. Okay, so there's like, there's there's um, gifts, you know, the affirmation, like I said, and the, well, if I think of the other two anyway, but there's, um, um, with those, those are important in people's lives, like in relationships, and not just in spouse relationships, but also relationships with maybe your your brother or sister, or even your children, because we all have our own love language. One might be spending time with the other one. I think that was like the fourth one, but there's like spending time with the person and um, buying gifts. I don't know if I mentioned that, but anyway, I'm not going to try and figure all those out. But anyway, there's like, if you want to find all five, just look them up on the on the computer, which is probably what I'm going to do in a few minutes. But with all of that, what they were teaching, one of our pastors was teaching on that. And in these five love languages, we all have a little bit of, of each one, but we also have one that we're more, that we are more, that is 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 our strongest one. That is the one that we. In other words, basically, it makes us feel loved the most. It's like, oh, you really love me if you spend time with me and take me on a date or whatever. If you're married or something, whatever the case may be. Well, they were teaching that in these five love languages, practices on the on on the Holy Ghost, practices in your relationship with Jesus, with your Father practices in in that in that atmosphere and love on him by the affirmation would be praise and the gifts would be offering your time or your money or your resources or whatever it is that you're going to offer as an offering to the lord would be like an equivalent of gifts and uh spending time the love language of spending time would be would be just basically what it says, spending time in his word, spending time with him, just talking to him. So in all of those, that's, uh, he has his love languages, but practice all five on him. And I'm going to look those love languages up while, while you're sharing whatever it is that you're going to share, Adam. Amen. Um, so, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, the thing about God is that, you know, he is a person. It's not a, it's not a program or a religion. He's a person. So we need to, as we develop a relationship with God, we can find out what pleases him, what doesn't please him, you know, and operate accordingly. You know, um, but, you know, again, like complaining is, we were talking about like complaining, and complaining is so so bad. It's like complaining will actually, it's, it's actually an offense. It's basically looking at God and saying, God, I don't like what you're doing in my life, and if I was you, I would do something different. That's really what essentially, you know, complaining is. Um, you know, because what we, we have to understand is that, you know, 
we as American Christians, we tend to think that everything is supposed to go hunky-dory and we start complaining, you know, this isn't the blessing of God. Well, I mean, you are in this world. You are in enemy territory. Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. Rejoice and overcome the world. So we go through hardships and difficulties, but sometimes it's just everyday life. You know, we need to be, start giving God praise. But unfortunately, we tend to, like, sometimes we exaggerate our problems and make them worse. Just like Israel, through the rebellion and the complaining, they went around the mountain. So we can keep going around the same mountains in our lives when we, when we complain. Amen? Um, it actually, you know, if you want to see victory in your life, start praising in the midst of your problems. Um, just a, you know, brief, just simple, it's simple things. Like I remember, I remember once that, um, I was, it was, it was something so silly. I, a friend dropped me off. It was late at night and I couldn't find the key to my apartment. And keep in mind, it's late at night. I'm, I'm in a really bad neighborhood too. And, uh, and I have no way to, I can't even get into my car. I can't get in. I can't even go sleep in my car. I can't get into my. I can't get anywhere, you know. And uh, instead, I I learned this. I was like, okay, God, I am not going to freak out. I'm just going to start worshiping you. Now, the end of the story is funny. I really don't think I can't find my key. But I started to worship the Lord. The peace of God came, and then God told me where my key was, which was in my shirt pocket that I didn't check. <laughs> but, 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 but no, but it's true. But imagine if I had just complained. I probably would have spent. I probably would have spent several hours complaining and whining and griping and and not found my key only to find out maybe about three o'clock in the morning that it was in my shirt pocket but uh <laughs> but when i started praising and worshiping the holy ghost actually cho- showed me it was in my shirt pocket the whole time so the point is, is that when you begin to praise and worship and bring his presence into your circumstances the holy spirit can direct you and give you wisdom as to what to do and greatly shorten the duration of, and intensity of your problems <laughs> that's a very very good point there adam that's like I imagine if you've been complaining and fussing. And also when we complain and we fuss and get, get negative like that, then our, our I, I don't think we're as open to receive no. from, uh, from the Holy Spirit. You're closed off. You know, you're closed off because it, it's a negative. You're speaking the language of the devil, basically. You, I mean, you're pretty much speaking his, because he is negative. He's not. He's not, he's not, nothing about him is positive. So basically it closes you off from hearing from the Holy Ghost. So had you not been praising, praise also, you know, opens you up for that. And sometimes when we, when we're complaining, like whatever the situation may be, you were saying something in the sex of, we're saying basically God, you're doing, you're, you, what you're doing in my life is not, it's not basically, I don't, you're not doing, what was it you said? You're not. Well, I was saying that when you're complaining, you're basically looking at God saying, God, I don't like what you're doing in my life. And if I was you, I would do something different because there's a couple of things to be happening. Either A, it could be an attack of the devil. At that point, it's ridiculous to complain because, you know, it's not God's fault. And second, it's if, you know, if it is just a trial you're going through, then, and God's allowing you to go through that trial, then to complain just does nothing but exaggerate that trial. And basically you're looking at God saying, God, I don't appreciate this. And I don't, you know, when he's already told you in his word, look, I mean, in this world, you will have tribulation, rejoice. He told, but rejoice, I've overcome the world. But instead you're saying, you know, God, why are you letting this happen to me? And unfortunate, and, and all that does is just, it's disservice to God. It's dishonorable to him. And it's basically looking at God and saying, I don't appreciate what you're doing in my life. Well, basically, when when you had talked about that, how how didn't approve of of what uh, you know what was what they were doing, I had thought about that, and sometimes 
you know, when we're complaining, we may not approve of what, or, you know, it's saying that you don't approve of what God's doing, but sometimes it's our fault that we're still in that same place because maybe we haven't, maybe God told us to do something and we haven't been obedient. Like maybe it's give up chocolate or something like that. Something that's simple, but could actually be harming in in the long run done an excess or something like that. So maybe God's asking that person to do something and they're just not doing it. So God was trying to prevent them from being in that negative situation and from going through that situation. But then they complain when actually a part of that is their responsibility, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so. the bottom line is no matter what, um, complaining is an affront to God and his authority. And um, either, you know, either A, you know, the attack, is, what's going on is your fault, which there's, okay, you no reason to uh, complain about that. You just need to fix the problem. Uh, if it's the devil, then, hey, you know what, you need to, you know, you need to start praising God because that's a weapon against the devil, you know, and you need to command the devil to get his hands off your life and exercise authority in that way. But no matter what, all glory goes to God, no matter what, no matter what you're going through. I remember I was um, talking about, um, I remember when God started teaching me about who I was in Christ and, the, you know, our sins have been washed away. We made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And basically with the revelation that came to me is just if God never did anything else for us, just on basis of the fact alone that we've been made righteous in Christ and washed in his blood, we always have something to praise him about. And, um, um, yeah, so that's always, it's, uh, we always have, definitely have something to, uh, praise about, always, always have something to praise about, even if it's just thank you for waking me up this morning, which is very, 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 um, important. I mean, thank God for waking me up. Yeah, thank you for waking me up right now, and... And uh, so, um, exactly with that, so I think when in all of that thinking right there, I was thinking about how, how, um, um, so it's it's, uh, definitely what you had said. So, I was just wanted to touch on those, those five. Those five love languages. I'm sorry about that. I got distracted. Um, I just I found that the the thing about the five love languages, and the languages are a gift and the words of affirmation, and the quality of quality time acts of service and physical touch. The physical touch was what I think you would get. I think you would get when you were um when you were uh like worshiping and praising things like that and um acts of service I, I think would be be ministry helps and just ways different ways and areas that you can help people and right now we have a caller on the line, so I'm going to see if they'd like to the to talk or not. They don't have their hand raised, which basically means if you push one, you want to ask a question. So just out of respect for you, caller, that begins with uh, the area code two five one. I'm going to ask if you want to, you know, say something. But if not, that's totally understandable. And if you don't even say hello, that's 
cool too. I'll, I'll know that you're shy. So hold on, please. Hello, welcome to Fire Talk Radio, number uh, area code two five one. How are you doing? All right, hello. Okay, well that's all right. We'll we'll have you as a a, a listener then tonight. I'm really glad that you called tonight, and I I hope you're being blessed by this show. Thank you for calling. I'm going to put your my your microphone on mute right now. Okay, thanks. And thanks again for calling. Okay, so we um that's okay. Sometimes we get we get uh some shy callers. Not everybody was is able to talk on on the radio. It can be a bit a bit uh but then again, they they might just be listening and their micro microphone might be on mute. So, but at least we gave them opportunity because but their hand wasn't raised, so and that basically means you see a little flag by, but you have to take a student. the different things. So. But I found those love languages, like I said, and I, I touched on that. And um, I think it's about, uh, it's about um, praising and worshiping like you were talking about, Adam. Well, with praise and worship, um, you know, so the big thing with praise and worship is the Bible says that if, if again, we if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. You know, in the Old Testament, the priests, uh, they would enter into the temple, you know, once a year to offer incense, which is a type and symbol of praise unto God. But now our, we don't necessarily go out and get incense. We offer we offer our, our incense is our obedience and our praise and worship to God. And we don't have to wait to enter into this temple once a year. We can enter it. We are the temple. So through praise and worship, we can enter in at any time. You know, um, I want to emphasize that uh, when it comes to praising and worshiping and seeking his presence, that a lot of people, when they begin to worship, they imagine themselves going to this like throne room, you know, a million miles away. But what it's important to understand is that, uh, praise and worship is like it actually takes the presence of God's on the inside of you. Of course, there is a throne room, you know, however many light years away in heaven, but there's also a throne room via the, the person, the Holy Spirit, in your spirit. And when we praise and worship, we actually enter into that place, that secret place. What is that secret place? That secret place is the place deep within us in our in our spirits where the spirit of god is so like what deborah was saying we don't actually project outward we actually go inward into the spirit of god on the inside of us and through him we can enter into the throne room amen amen and we have another caller and we're going to go ahead and i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to answer that call and we're going to see if we have a a live caller here or we got a bachelor one hang on a second hello 813 welcome to fire talk radio thank you for calling what's your name Hey, this is Julia. Oh, hi, Julia. How are you doing? Nice, nice of you to call. I'm doing great, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Okay, I'm glad. I have, about is I have this friend in Haiti right now who is applying for a visa, and tomorrow morning he has his visa appointment with the consulate. And I would like you all to agree with me that this goes through smooth and he can make it here. He's been accepted in the RBI school here. And he's trying to get to the United States from Haiti. Wow, that's awesome. We're going to go ahead and pray for him right now. We're going to come in agreement. And um, before we pray, if anyone else has any prayer requests or calls or questions right now, feel free to call in. And, again, the number is 646 668 
888-382-2093. And God, right now, we pray for this situation for this person that's trying to come to Bible school to fulfill the call of God on his life from Haiti, God. In the name of Jesus, God, that you'll smooth the pathway, God, that divine provision will come, God. We thank you for it and agree in the mighty name of Jesus, God, for divine provision in this situation, God, that uh, the roadblocks will be moved, God, in the name of Jesus, God. I mean, wh- what, a, what a step of faith, God, that he will come from Haiti and come here, God, and take the next step of fulfilling the plan of God for his life. We thank you that every need is met according to your riches and glory, and every obstacle is removed, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. We pray. Amen. Amen. You You're welcome. We pray that 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 is going that their application will be moved to the top of the pile and have a favor. So we just come in agreement with you for that. Amen. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Right. I hope that you call tonight. God bless you. All right. You too. Bye bye. Bye. I'm gonna go ahead and go back to number two five one just in case uh, that they were not. There when I when oops they're gone two five one is so but that's okay <laughs> I might have scared them off hopefully they'll listen online um, actually we have quite a few prayer requests Adam so I I think that um, since uh, Julia started off with uh, the prayer I think that um, I've got some prayer requests here I want to read and then I think you've got some and we've got some from several different people. And so we can pray for these tonight, and, and I know I can give them to Dr. Frank to pray for tomorrow during his Bible study. So um, there's a lot of uh, prayers for healing. Um, there's back surgery, and um, there's uh, clarity and direction, health, uh, finances. Um, there's been a lot of false accusations brought against uh, this person um, that that uh, that it will be brought to light and that the truth comes out and um, also memory with that and uh, ministry um, God's perfect uh, will for the husband the husband that God chooses for them and uh, God's choice in that and also for their memory and uh, clarity and um, no, no, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment is already condemned. And thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And when a, and so when a person, is, you know, so in all of this, and and uh, if you're a tither and you're a sower, then you're already blessed. Your finances, God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So I come in agreement for your finances and for your health uh, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet that every everything from every hair follicle all the way down to the to the to the, to the soles of your feet to the to the toenails everything is come I command it to come in alignment with the word of God that says you are healed of the Lord you were healed by the stripes of Jesus Jesus was wounded for for our transgressions, as he was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities, the chastisement that brought you your peace was upon him, and by his stripes you are healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I come against every attack of that body in the name of Jesus. I command it to go. I speak to that body. I speak life. I command you to live in the name of Jesus. You will live and not die, but proclaim the works of the, of the Lord. You shall not enter an early grave. The devil's a liar. 
You will not die before your time. I speak life, life into that body in the name of Jesus. You will fulfill the call of God on your life. You'll fulfill the call of God on your life, and you will not die before your time. And I thank you for that, Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over that person's life. And I thank you that if there are any changes that you're asking them to make, that you give them the grace to make those changes, that you don't expect us to do these things overnight, but that you will give us the grace to change these things. I thank you for clarity. I thank you that they have the mind of Christ. I thank you that they have a perfect memory. I thank you that they have direction in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you give them, that you Bring them their husband now in the name of Jesus. They may not appear now in the natural, but that you show them that they will know beyond a shadow of doubt who their husband is. I thank you, Father, that that their husband, that you already picked them before the foundations of the earth. And I thank you that they're perfect for each other. And I thank you right now that that husband that we pray for that person right now, whoever that husband is, that we pray that these two meet in your perfect timing. And I thank you for that, Father God. I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the fire guy right now on this person in the name of Jesus from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. I release the healing anointing of Jesus from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. And I break. I break every attack of the wicked one and every curse against this person's life. Everything, every negative word spoken against this person's life, whether it came out of that person's mouth or somebody else's, in the name of Jesus, I, I cancel it. I cancel every attack of the wicked one. You shall live and not die. You shall live and not die and fulfill the call of God on your life. It is done it is done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for touching them with your anointing. I thank you right now for that, Father God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. And Adam, you have some, some prayer requests? Um, so we have one request from someone who, uh, my, a friend of mine, that uh, also needs healing. You know, the Word of God says that by your stripes she's healed. Uh, this is a person who had um, gone into um, some other countries for, like, you know, missions and then they acquired um, some illnesses and had some other things happen to them. So right now, we God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God, for wholeness and healing, God, in the name of Jesus, God, for this person, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that by your stripes she's healed, God, and that you are the Lord that heals all of their diseases, God. We thank you and agree in prayer for that, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And uh, for another person that's, that's uh, messaged me saying that God will lead him into all truth and that he'll stay free from deception, God. Uh, he's a person that just wants to walk in purity and in truth in his life, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you that as he draws near, draws near to you, you'll draw near him and keep him on the ways of righteousness, God. We thank you for it, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. And we pray for uh, a lady I know from uh, the bus ministry that I do right now in Jesus name we thank you for her sister Evelyn uh, that, that she has stage 4 lung cancer again uh, we pray for this and we agree that by your stripes she's healed God of that cancer in her lung God we agree together in faith and prayer God right now that, that cancer is healed in the name of Jesus uh, we have another person who is looking for a financial sponsor for their internship and for all debts to be paid 
plus seed to sow, God, and a car. Uh, we thank you for these uh, needs to be met, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that uh, someone will come along and support them to see the call of God on their life, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every financial need to be met, and yes, God, for a car, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We know somebody else that just, uh, in this situation, that just got blessed with transportation, so we thank you, thank you also for transportation for this person as well, God. We thank you and agree in faith, God, right now, and provision for that car. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And Deborah? Yeah, I have some. I'm just going to read these prayer requests, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in. I'm going to just follow the Holy Ghost out of <laughs> So there's another person that needs healing in their body for, for back surgery. And um, uh, they need the back surgery, but they don't qualify. Back surgery is needed, but they don't qualify. So we, we come in agreement for financial blessings or provision or provision in some way or provision in some way for that, for that, to, for that to happen for their back surgery. And we, we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you that you provide every need according to our riches and according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So we thank you that however it needs to be, whatever they need to do to qualify for this back surgery, that it happened. And better yet, God, just touch their back and heal it. You were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought us to peace was upon you. And by your stripes we are healed. So we thank you that you sent your word and healed all our diseases and delivered us out of all our destructions. And we thank you that um, uh, this person also needs heart surgery and they want to stop smoking. They have tumors that were found in their lungs. They need a job and they have no car. And um, they also, um, they're also on pain meds. They want to stop. So... We thank you, Father God, for we, we curse the spirit of infirmity right now in the name of Jesus, and we break it off this individual's life in the name of Jesus. We command that spirit of infirmity to go right now in the name of Jesus. I put the blood of Jesus. The Lord Jesus rebukes you in the name of Jesus, and we cancel every assignment from the wicked one against this person's life. We thank you, Father, for an, a complete overhaul on them. And I curse those tumors found in the lungs. I command them to shrivel up and die in the name of Jesus, like Jesus cursed the fig tree. And we thank you, Father God, for, for, we, for the car. We, we, we call forth the car, and we commission out the angels of heaven to go out and get that car and bring it in, whatever needs to be done, and to bring that in. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. And also, there's another one, another person needs healing in their body as well. Um, apparently, they have a, a, a leaky uh, gut or something where the poisons are pumping into their body. So they need healing in all the organs or in the organs, basically. Uh, the, their, their memory needs to be restored. That I, I, I speak, I, I, I can, I, I, I command healing in this body. I, 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 Jesus, I thank you that you go and you sew up that that leaky that leaky gut where it is, and and that you just totally take those poisons out of their body. And I thank you for healing in all the organs. 
And I thank you right now for touching their memory and making it the memory, the memory of, of, uh, is blessed because, and, and that, uh, their di- I speak to the pancreas and I command it to, to set forth every, everything. I, I, I curse diabetes. I curse parasites. I curse high cholesterol. I curse pain in the body. I curse the, the pain in the bones. I curse the pain in the muscles. And, and the ability and the inability to stand for long periods of time and the shortness of breath. I, I curse that shortness of breath. I, 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 I breathe in the rock and the breath of God into them. And that, and I, and I, and I curse that hearing loss. I curse the visual eyesight loss. And I, and I, I curse all of those things because, and the name of Jesus is higher than, than all those names. And so they have to bow to the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, right now for for healing them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank you for giving them brand new overhaul, brand new everything. And I, I thank you right now for uh, a way to start their own business and ministry um, as directed by you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and I give you glory for it. I give you praise, and I thank you, Father, for this time that we can come and intercede, like Dr. Frank was talking about, where their church interceded for Peter, who was tied between the soldiers in chains. We're, we're interceding for people here. The church is praying for the people. We are the church. The body of Christ is the church. And I'm praying for this other person right now who... Is it's a man, and they want uh, more boldness, and uh, they they want the wife that God has for them. They want their wife, basically, who has children, a house, and uh, they also want their own business. So we come in agreement for them for that. Um, so uh, we thank you for that, Father God, for all their needs being met. That you bring their wife at the appropriate time with the children, the house, and the business, and the more boldness. As you did not get a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And we also pray for this person who just lost a friend um, uh, that is grieving. And uh, so we just we we speak to that person right now. The the people that are left behind that are grieving. And the Holy Ghost is is our comforter. I thank you that you did not leave us comfortless, but came to us in the form of the Holy Spirit to bring us comfort, Father. And I thank you for that. I speak to I I, I thank you for giving them peace beyond their understanding. And I thank you right now for touching them, all the loved ones that that are missing this person that died. And I give you glory for that in Jesus' name. Amen. I do have more prayer requests, but I'm going to let Adam say. And you have any prayer requests, Adam? Um, uh, just for me, <laughs> uh, for direct, uh, direction and prayer um, for uh, to upcoming possibilities of going to uh, off to Pakistan uh, to do some ministry there. So definitely prayer, wisdom, and direction dil- diligently. Uh, definitely seeking the face of God regarding um, uh, f- direction for future ministry, uh, both in the immediate and in the future. And uh, so, and also for some financial provision and for a car. And uh, rather than pray for myself, Deborah, if you could go ahead and just agree with me in prayer on that, that would be amazing. Yeah, definitely. I come into agreement with you for that, for direction from from the from God to 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 let you know with all those things for the financial 
blessings, and we thank you, Father God, for the car. And uh, why don't you just speak for your car, Adam? What kind of it is? I'll speak it out. Or uh, definitely a uh, preferably uh, blue uh, Toyota Nissan or Honda, black interior, under 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 a hundred thousand miles on the car. Just found something simple, solid, and dependable. Amen. Right. So we speak for we bring speak for the car into existence and all of the things, the guidance from ministry and the financial blessings. Lord, you said that when when uh, we have seed in the ground, we will have a harvest, and that's uh, given. It shall be given back to you, good measure, pressed down and shaken together, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that that you give, you shall be meat or something like. You may not have said it all the way properly, but um, so we. I come in agreement for all of those things and everything else, Adam. That you're that you're praying for, um, and uh, so. I just I believe that those things will happen. Uh, is there one that you left off, or because no, I did have a couple no, other no. ones, I just didn't want to in case I didn't want to hog the whole thing in case you had some. So another there's another person for uh, that needs healing from uh, crippling arthritis and uh, uh, memory loss. So um, and that their entire we 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 just speak for a total healing from that I, I curse that crippling arthritis command to go in the name of Jesus and that memory loss to go in the name of Jesus speak the memory the mind of Christ there and uh, the total healing of from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet and uh, so that and we and, and we claim the whole family saved in the name of Jesus and that their ex-husband husband will be saved um, there's another person here who um, uh, is praying for a wife as well, Adam, and uh, also they're praying to lose weight. So we just we come in agreement that uh, their wife uh, come that the Lord bring them at the that they're perfectly um, made for each other. Obviously, because God takes them before the foundations of the earth, and that they're made for each other. And when when they meet, they may or may not know it at the time that they're actually meant for each other, but God will make it known when it's known. So we thank you, Father, for that. And we thank you for helping this person lose weight. <clears throat> and we thank you for that, Father God, and that they are happier in that area. And and there's also another person that uh, wants a wife, so we come in agreement for that. Um, that they also may or may not know, because sometimes, you know, Adam, people don't actually know at the time that they're actually supposed to be, you know, sometimes they may or may not know, but so, but whatever the case, um, I could get on a whole different topic on that one, (laughs) so I better not go there. Um, but uh, so they may or may not know that they are, they may not have even met or maybe they have met. So, Father, we just thank you right now that you send their wife to them and your perfect timing. And we thank you that they know beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that it's them. And also another person needs total healing in their body. And we, we speak to that body. We command it to be made whole in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, that you sent your word and healed all our diseases and delivered us from all our destructions. And there is another person that wants a wife. So we come in agreement for that person, too, for their spouse and um, for the ministry to for their ministry to start. And... Um, for finances, we come into agreement for finances for them. 
and clarity to what their calling is. And um, also for the family of that person as well, uh, we just pray for them. Whatever their needs are, uh, we pray for them as well. And so we thank you, Father God, right now that, that their wife is made made known, uh, that you bring these people. And we, we pray for their family. We thank you for finances. We, we bless them in the name of Jesus. And and uh, right now, I've got two callers on the line, so I'm going to answer these calls and see if they have any prayer requests or questions of what their needs are. Hello. Thank you for th- – welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Thank you for calling. Uh, um, what is your name, and where are you calling from? My name is Way Williams, and I'm calling from St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, okay. Hi. I think you're one of Adam's friends. Yeah, brother Wade, he's uh, a yeah. yeah. Hey, brother Adam. Hey. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad you're oh. here tonight. Yes, I'm glad. Do you yeah. have any prayer requests or questions? Yes, I'm, I'm praying for a friend of, uh, she comes to church, but uh, she's been absent for a while. and Just pray for her situations and, and her health and everything and all of her children, you know. And the baby, yeah. Okay, all right. And, and they need their own place now, you know. She's a family. I'm praying for a family to get a house and everything. All right, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna let Adam pray for that one. And just to let you know, caller, that is a two five one area code. Um, if you have any questions or prayer requests, I'll get back with you in a moment. Hold on a second, wait. We're gonna pray for you, okay? Okay. God, I just pray for my brother Wade, God, for the family situations, God, for total provision and uh, the just the perfect will of God to be done in this situation, God, in the name of Jesus, God. You said you meet all of our need according to your riches and glory, God, in the name of Jesus, God. So we thank you for your divine providence in this situation, God, and that, uh, God, we serve you, God, that you're meeting every need according to the riches and glory, God, and uh, the desires of their heart that you place there will be answered, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we agree in prayer, and we thank you for Wade for calling in, God. We thank you right now that uh, this prayer goes up to the throne. We thank you right now for divine provision in this situation, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we agree in prayer. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I hope you can stay and listen online if you'd like to, um, or if you have any questions or comments. This is the first time hearing the show, but it sounds good while I'm waiting for you guys to actually get on the phone and talk to me live. You know, that little commercial y'all got sitting there keeping people entertained while we get <laughs> connecting with you guys. That's great. <laughs> I, I like this. Whoever thought of that, brilliant mind. Oh, like praise that. God. Praise God. But that means God is blessing you. you know, God Amen. You. Amen. That's how you can come up with ideas like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and answer this other call and see if they want something. But I'll be right with you, Wade. Okay. 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 Great. Great. All right. Hold on, please. Okay. Oh, this is Hello, number, baby. Number oh, number number two five one. Uh, um, I may have um. Did you have your hand up? Would you like to a prayer request or anything like that? Uh, yes, I do have a prayer request. Okay, and um, uh, welcome to Fire Talk Radio, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, what's your name? 
Uh, my name is Joel Ash. Oh, I thought that was you. Okay. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good, Deborah. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, go ahead with your prayer request. Well, I just want to say hello to uh, Adam's will. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Joel. What's going on, man? See, yeah, we're taking prayer requests. Hey, so we're taking prayer requests. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, I, all right. Hey, man, that's awesome. That is. Um, I, I have a request for prayer. Um, I just want y'all to stand in agreement with me. Um, uh, right now, I'm looking for uh, some housing for my sister and I. Yeah, we're looking to move somewhere. We want to be somewhere uh, near um, our church. I also need uh, prayer for uh, a financial blessing. Um, I got seed in the ground, and I'm standing on the word, and I'm expecting a, a harvest. So I just would like y'all to pray with me for those things. Amen. So, God, right now we come in agreement with Joel, God, right now uh, for a living situation, God, that you'll meet their need, God, and it'll be, you know, your provision for them, God, and their need will be met according to your riches and glory, God, that uh, never have I seen the righteous forsaken. They'll have a roof over their head, God. They'll have food in their, their belly, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you right now for financial and for living situation provision, God, for both of them, God. In the name of Jesus, God, you didn't call them here to leave them, so we thank you that uh, this situation is uh, resolved. In the name of Jesus, God, and that this is all taken care of for them, God. We agree in prayer for them. We thank you for it, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we agree. They're givers. They're tithers. They're serving you, God. So we agree together for it, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command that provision to come forth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I definitely come in agreement with that. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to see if there's... I'm going to... I'm going to go see if there's anything Wade wants to say. I just put his microphone on mute for a second. Okay. Hello, hello Wade. I just, I just had your microphone on mute just for a second there. So. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, some company came up and I have to really go right now. So okay. I'm, I'm glad that you can lock this number in and whatever and call you guys on here. That is fine. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Sounds awesome. I'm glad that you joined us tonight. Okay. Well, Wade, you have a good night. Oh. Thanks for calling in, and I'll Thank talk to you, you on Sunday. Thank you, brother Adam. God bless you. Okay. Thank you for God the prayer. You. You're welcome. And uh, okay. as for Joel, hey, bless you, Wade. As for Joel, hey, uh, tonight we've been talking about um, praise and worship, um, the Word of God, really just foundational things in the intercession and fellowship, really just foundational things in the Christian walk. Um, you know, I just want to know what you've had on your heart lately. Any anything you want to comment on that, Joel? We've got about twelve minutes, so. <laughs> uh, well, uh, lately, what's been on my heart is uh, how worship is a lifestyle. Amen. How worship flows from the heart of a believer, and they worship in everything that they do. Because a Amen. lot of people they try to put God in compartments and boxes. They try to say, well, uh, well, during um, from two o'clock to three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to worship God. Or from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., I'm going to worship God. Or right before they go to bed. Uh, they, they just put God in these different compartments and different boxes, and this is the only time that they, they, decide, they decide to delegate or dedicate to worshiping God. Amen. But the Bible said that we, we should offer our lives as sacrifices to God, our entire life. And God, God, he, he's pointed out several times that he, he cares about everything about us, everything about our lives, every aspect, our eating, our sleeping, and our drinking, all of it. He cares about it all. 
and he wants us to give all of it to him. And that's true worship. And that's what's been on my heart, just giving everything of my life to God and recognizing that every single moment of my life, I live in worship of him. Why? Because I've dedicated my life to him, because I've laid it down, and I'm no longer pursuing things that are of, of me or just things that are, I'm, I'm not doing things just to gratify my flesh, but everything that I do has a purpose. It has an eternal purpose. It's all about furthering the kingdom of God, about winning souls. So I no longer, I'm stepping outside of that box of just putting God into a, a, speci- a specific time period, like, oh, I only worship God during my quiet time, or I only worship God while I'm at church, or whatever, or while I have a worship song. That's not the only time I worship him. I worship God when I'm walking down the street. I worship God when I'm driving in my car. I worship God when I'm at work working. And it's all about my heart, the, the attitude that I have in my heart and the way that I'm carrying myself and the way that I'm living. And that's true worship, living for God and being an example and being a light. Being a light to the, the to the world at all times. That's worship. And uh, that's just something that's been on my heart lately about worship. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's really huge. Um I'm not going to take go right to the scripture, but I know Deborah has some additional prayer questions she needs to read. But the last thing I'll, I'll say about that is if you read in the book of Genesis with the story of uh, Abraham and Isaac, you know, um, they're getting ready to go up on the mountain. You know, Abraham's getting ready to sacrifice the most precious thing in his life just because God said so. But when you read the scripture in that story, you can go check it out. He tells the servants, stay here and me and the lad will go up on the mountain and worship. It's important to note that like what you're saying, they weren't going up there to sing a slow song. They were, he was going up there to just obey God, no matter how hard it was. And so, it, you know, we believe in praise, where we believe in singing praise to God. We talked about that tonight. But, but, wor- but worship is, as you're saying, a lifestyle, and it's a lifestyle of obedience. Obedience is true worship. Amen. And uh, every city has some other prayer requests. Yes, I do. I do have a couple. Stay on the line if you'd like, Joel, because we still have about eight minutes, or is that six? That's- Sorry, my glasses were blurry. Nine minutes, <laughs> but I had some. Uh, I had some prayer requests. I forgot to uh, read. There's um, a person here that needs uh, prayer for breaking addictions. Um, both their daughters have have uh, these have addictions, and um, and they one of them has a 17 month old baby, and. Uh, they're living with the parents right now, but, you know, they do need Holy Ghost, and it says ASAP. So, so in the name of Jesus, we come up, we come, we, there's a name above every name. We come against this addiction, these addictions, in the name of Jesus. We break its power now in the name of Jesus. Whatever their addictions are, Father God, we thank you for, for, for making them lose the desire, giving them a desire to lose completely these addictions, that they would totally be set free from it. We come into agreement with that right now that they have an encounter with the fire of God and with the Holy Ghost. And we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for this. And in the name of Jesus. And there's also another one. This, uh, um, there were some issues with having, uh, um, I guess they call it the battlefield of the mind. Um, so they're having some issues there. And... Um, uh, also, for more more boldness, wisdom, and discernment, 
And uh, so we, we come against that battle in the mind, and we thank you, Father, for, for, for helping them in that area in the, in the battle that they are having in their mind. But we, we also thank you that, that uh, you give them a hunger for the word, for the renewing of the mind that comes from reading your word that will help them in the battlefield of the mind and that whatever is going on with the issues in the mind, that that they will they will definitely they will definitely have they will definitely just read the word and whatever's happening in their mind, they'll find it in the word and put it on two three by five cards and and carry it with them, or put it on paper and print it and quote it and meditate on it and just come against whatever whatever it is that they're dealing with and cast down those vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the word of God. So we thank you, Father, for that. And we thank you right now for more for more wisdom and discernment and also for, for more boldness in their life. And we thank you for the witness and the precious person and people that these people are, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And uh, right now, to let and also, I I feel that um, also there's an event taking place in in Washington D.C. right now called Celebrate America D.C. and it's it's um, being uh, run. It's, our, our church is doing that, so um, it's a, a a a an event uh, to bring forth another spiritual great awakening and and uh, evangelize to people. And we're believing God for a mighty harvest, aren't we, Adam? And we're praying for them right now. And we pray for uh, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in us. Uh, He'll make alive, quicken, make alive our mortal bodies. We pray for quickening on the team, on the pastors, on everyone involved, the harvesters. We thank you for drawing people to the altar, to that you give them favor, that you give everybody safety there, protection, that we plead the blood of Jesus on them. Psalm 91, we thank you that... If, uh, we thank you for that you gave your angels charge over us to watch over us concerning all our ways that they bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against the stone. Foot against the stone. So we thank you, Father, for the angels that are, are given charge over us in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, for protecting them. And and I'm going to play a quick 30-second a promo for that actually real quick. So I'll be right back with everybody. My name is Rodney Howard Brown and I'm inviting you to come to celebrate America held at the daughters of the American Revolution Constitution Hall for the first three weeks in July. Celebrate America is going to be a spiritual invasion of a Jesus kind. Your nation is counting on you. The only hope for America is another great spiritual awakening. Celebrate America is July the 1st through the 19th. Nightly meeting at 7 p.m. and then mass evangelism in the mornings on the streets. Enlist today for free at CelebrateAmericaDC.com. CelebrateAmericaDC.com. And all, all of these events are free, so every 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 night you go, it's free. Uh, there is no charge, and um, for uh, to be to be there. So I uh, just want to let you all know that. Let you know if you have any prayer requests, any other prayer requests, comments, questions. Go to Fire Talk Radio, the number two at yahoo.com, and. If nobody's ever told you that God loves you and has a great plan for your life, to let you know real quick he loves you, has a great plan for your life. And if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? 
If you're not sure, you know, the Holy Bible reads, we've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon his name shall be saved. If you would like to make sure you're going to go to heaven, if you died this very second, just mean it with your heart and repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. I want to tell you right now, if you prayed that from your heart, I I guarantee you right now all your sins are forgiven. You always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you a great deal and has a wonderful plan for your life. If you just pray that prayer, you can call the following number. Just call 866-857-4837 and let them know you prayed the prayer of salvation on Fire Talk Radio. That's one 857 4837 and it's revival.com you can also go there so we've got about two minutes and 30 seconds um adam uh, lastly just for anyone uh out there that may if this is the first time you've prayed that prayer or you maybe you rededicated your life but um you just really don't know where to go from here i just want to encourage you to get plugged into a local church i would encourage you to watch the services on revival.com and uh, those are on demand you can watch them any time of the day that you want and if you're in the Tampa area, come and attend the River Tampa Bay Church located on River International Drive. Uh, you can look that up and uh, come here to the church service. We have church services at 10 a.m. Sunday morning, 7 p.m. Sunday night, Wednesday at 7 p.m., and also uh, Thursday at 7 p.m. for prayer meeting. Uh, so it's a, it's a great church to get plugged into. There's plenty of ways for you to serve and outreach and step into fulfilling the call of God on your life. And uh, the baptism in the Holy Ghost, of course. Uh, if anyone here has never received the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, we have one minute. Then you can ask, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with power to live for you. I receive that now by faith. And all you have to do is Jude one twenty says, you build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. When I count to three, open your mouth and begin to speak that out. Speak out the new language. Don't pray in English or Spanish in any language that you know. Pray out the new language, and as you do, remember, he says, if earthly fathers know how to give gifts to the children, then he'll give the Holy Ghost to you if you ask him. When I count to three, just begin to speak out that new language. One, two, three. Now, some of you have had that on the inside of you for a long time, and God was just waiting for you to step out and release it. Amen? So begin to speak that out. Begin to pray the Holy Ghost every day. Get in the Word of God. If you don't know where to start, start in the book of John and begin to go through the New Testament. Amen. And uh, we appreciate any uh, kind of feedback. God bless you. And Deborah, anything else? Right. I'm glad you jo- you joined us tonight, Joel. We've got about 30 seconds. So um, I'm glad that you joined us. And hopefully you can call us back on, on another show as well when, when you're able to. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Yes, you're so welcome. And just uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Bible study with Frank Summerall at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, so we will be looking to everybody next week, Monday at 8 p.m. Until next time, you are loved, you're valuable. We'll see you.